Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 97, the one where we tell you definitively, where we give you the definitive answer on Sonic Forces. Yeah, even though we've only played in like an hour of it. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like out of all the places on the internet, we're the only ones who would give you an honest answer. So, wait. Because every other website is going to be biased with anti-Sonic news, fake no, news. The, the thing is that we're major Sonic fans yes. here. So in the Wolf Den, well, right? We, yeah, we're, we're real big Sonic fans. Yeah. Real deal. Sonic in case you fans. haven't noticed, yeah. <laughs> and we're not, but we're not afraid to say something's wrong here, right? In the, in the Sonic community, right? And also, an hour of the game is a third of the game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well roughly, the game's on how long to beat. com. It says four and a half hours, but it's un unconclusive. Kotaku says they beat it in four. Correct. You are you played ten stages, yes. which is more than me. Right. Ten stages is a third of the game. Yeah. It's thirty stages. Hello, Loopy Rhythm. Hello, James. Hello, Randstan. Hello, Liam. Hello, Alex. Hello, James. Uh, Hello, Tommy Rojas. Hello, everybody. Hello, anyone and everyone who is here. Before we get to Sonic and Thor. And Bendis and all that other stuff. What are you doing? What is that? Oh, you got snacks? We got the limited edition hot cocoa flavored Oreos that we need to try. Ooh. My wonderful wife came the home. The cup is red. Came home on Sunday and she's like, hey, well, got you the hot cocoa Oreos you could try on stream. She's the best. She really is. Yeah, that is chocolate. <laughs> so it's, I guess it's chocolate and marshmallow. Yeah, I, I don't know if you can tell, but the the cream is two colored. You got one side, yeah. oh, one side chocolate. There you go. See that? How is it? Oh, you didn't even bite. Bat Mabel, thank you for the sponsor. You must have done that offline. Oh, thank you. Unless I missed it the other day. Yep. I mostly got marshmallow out of that. So, it's like if you, it's like a hint of hot chocolate with a massive marshmallow in it. Yeah. So. But says, yo, I haven't gotten those yet. I told you I'd get them. I don't remember you saying you get me these. Well, Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Be faster than my wife. Yeah, be faster. Oh, good. Yeah, not bad. I would eat four of these at once. It says always made with real cocoa. Interesting. Yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. Um. So, uh, yeah, those are good. Yeah. I would mm -hmm. totally get those again. Uh, Wolfden recommended the hot cocoa Oreos. Definitely get them over the regular. Because yes. Honestly, don't like the regular too much. No? No. Don't oh, like man, the regular. is a good standby. It's like a classic. Yeah. I need, I need, I need some, I need some funk. I need some flavor. Well, now that Oreo has like a million flavors, right? You know, it does seem a little basic. You need some variety, something special in your Oreo, right? I also like to point out before we get into anything, I made some sort of mistake because apparently we have eighteen sponsors. Oh wow! And if we hit twenty by the end of the month, I'm gonna do a stream and be playing Mario Plus Rabbids. Yeah, even though I hate that game and I've never played it. Um. So, technically, we have one more because AJ said he wanted to be the catalyst. He wanted to be the one that puts me over the end. <laughs> so, really, we just have one more sponsor until I get to play yeah. Until I force myself to play that game. Uh, I don't know when I will do it, though. Just give me one second. I have to put Do Not Disturb on because my friend Vince Matthews has decided now 
would be a good time to text me about a bunch of wrestling interviews he's been watching. Oh, uh, we uh, wrestling? <laughs> yeah, you're wrestling. Uh, Sonic will. Yes, yeah, we have to talk about Sonic Forces. We do have Sonic. Above uh, everything else, I feel like you play. You played it just now. Yes, just before we started. Yes, and you played a decent chunk of it. Yes. Um, I will start by asking you, what is the worst Sonic game you've ever played? Sonic 06. You played that? Yeah. I've never actually played Sonic. I've played Sonic 06. Uh, what's the second worst? Hmm. Probably the first Sonic Boom game for the 3DS. You played that? I played the demo of it. I played that at E3 and it was pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. So how do you think, what do you think about Sonic Force? Oh, this is better than all of those. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I think it is one of the worst Sonic games I've ever played. And I, it, I'm having a hard time thinking of one worse. I, <laughs> I think this is better than a lot of recent Sonic games. Hey, the Wendy's Girl sponsored. Oh, thank you, Wendy's Girl. So that means Fred's gonna push it over. AJ. AJ. If he if he's still gonna do that. Yeah. Thank you for the sponsor. Welcome to the Wolf Den. Everybody's got spam emotes. That's how they do it on Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, we're gonna be on Twitch this weekend. Don't yeah. forget about that. We'll remind you later. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Worst. Uh, again, one of the worst Sonic games I've ever played. I wouldn't go that far. There are. It's definitely not the anywhere close to the best. Mm. Um. There are parts of it I do like, but there were it was bogged down by th other factors that like just ruined the experience. What's something overall. that you liked? Let's be positive. I do like the way they handled modern Sonic. I felt like that was it's not as good as it was in Generations or Colors, but like it was of the same vein. And when like he gets going, when he goes fast, like it's it's that same exhilarating feel. Uh, I do like the presentation. I do kind of like the music. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> even though it's even though it's pretty bad, um, I this is classic Sonic. There was only one classic Sonic stage I played, and it felt superfluous. Like it didn't have to be there. I feel like classic Sonic is only there uh, for nostalgic reasons. Like he doesn't serve a purpose. But what I played of it and felt fine. Played fine. Um, I thought classic Sonic felt wrong. Wrong. I thought. He did not control well. I, th I thought, I think every character controls very poorly. And I think classic Sonic also controls. It was a, oh my God, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the $5 super chat saying matching that sponsor. And there's AJ. Now I have to play Mario plus rabbits. Thank you for dooming me. <laughs> I will, I will agree with you that it doesn't control as well. It doesn't control as well as Generations or Colors or other Sonic games of the of the style. Right. I don't think there was there were like a handful of parts where like it was like game breaking for mm -hmm. me. There's a I forgot what level it was where there's like a half pipe section and you couldn't control yourself on the half pipe very well. Right. Um, and you would fly off of it. Yes. When it tries to do the Sonic, I, for the record, I think this game is just a little bit better than Sonic Lost World. But when it tries to do that thing of... You uh, liked Sonic Lost World. I did. When this game tries to do the whole running on like a cylinder thing, it fails. What do you What do you mean running on a cylinder? Oh, oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. When it, like when like Sonic Lost World, you it was like Gallic, Mario Galaxy. Exactly. Literally so I feel like that was handled better in Lost World than it is here. Um, I hate the Avatar stages. The custom hero. Yes, the creative character stages. I do not like those at all. 
I feel like that is that's what's going to bring this game down. Yeah, those are very anything. bad. Uh, a lot of it is you just having that stream of like fire shooting yeah. out, and that's really dumb. The enemies are terrible. They're just they're just they yeah they're just entities that are there. They don't yeah. attack you. It's really dumb. Um, when I said that classic Sonic controls terribly, there are some things where like running like. Jumping backwards doesn't work right. Uh, when you hit uh, in in all of the stages, when you hit a bounce pad, you have zero control when yeah. you're in the air. Which, which in real life physics that would make sense, but in Sonic, yeah. you need control when you're in the air because it doesn't make sense otherwise. I know that this is built on they call it the Hedgehog engine, the second version of the Hedgehog engine, and this the Hedgehog engine was what they made generations on. That does not replicate the Genesis physics exactly the way mm -hmm. Christian Whitehead's engine does. Right. So for generations, and I'm assuming with this, they they got it as close as they could, but it's still not one to one. I'm gonna play Generations and Colors. Yeah. This week, and finish Forces. So I got yeah. a lot of homework to do. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna make. I think my video for Tuesday is going to be. A comparison between yeah. all these three, and, I, and I will say that the physics, the physics and generations aren't exact, but it's as close as they could get with the engine. This feels like a step back. This Sonic Forces in general kind of feels like the game that was supposed to come before Generations. Like the first game, you know, it's like the Assassin's Creed thing. The first game comes out, it's okay, it's kind of buggy. You can see the idea, and then the second game comes out and it blows everybody out of the way. Yeah. That's what I feel like this is, but in reverse. It's a major step back. Yeah. I, uh, uh, Melon Blast Games says Modern Sonic is definitely the best gameplay style. It de yeah, I definitely think it is. It's good, but again, it, it controls very, it's, it's bizarre. It's yeah, weird. It it's feels very broken. Bizarre. It feels like, like an alpha. Like, again, when you hit bounce pads, you have no control. Um, I, what, what else is there? I mean, the, the, the the homing attack, which is the same as the grapple, yeah, that's just an excuse to give another character the homing attack. Yeah, it doesn't appear like you you can't. Yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't appear it doesn't every time. Trigger when you needed to. Yeah, it's so weird. Like I fought two bosses just now, and like I would jump, and there was no uh, reticule. Yeah, for me, you fall off the map really often. Yeah, you just like fly off the more edge more often than you should be able to. Yeah. When I played as the uh, creator hero, creator character, whatever, mm -hmm. um, there are parts where it's side scrolling, but it's 3D. It's got depth. Yeah, that was another thing I wanted I was, to bring up. I was zigzagging. Yeah, I could not control it. That was that was probably what killed it for me with the creator character. That that didn't make any sense yeah. because in every other level, when you, when you or in every other playstyle, when you are side scrolling, it's flat. Yeah, and then they add this 3D depth, and now you you holding up will or like in an angle yeah. will make you go up, and it's bizarre. It's weird. It's like a different game. There were a couple of modern Sonic stages where it was it's kind of like all range mode in Star Fox, where you can free move around the area. Mm -hmm. And the brilliance of colors and generations was they figured out that doesn't work for a modern Sonic game if you keep him not necessarily locked, but focused on going one direction that's that works the best for mm. the modern style sonic games they threw that in here for some reason because certain points you can move around the area and it just it doesn't feel as good yeah. as you as you do when you just move forward 
There was a level when you're escaping the death egg. Sorry, spoilers. I don't care. It's like the it's like the third level. Yeah, it's not really. Uh, when you're escaping the death egg, it uh, it's an homage to the end of Sonic Adventure Two. Yeah, when you're in space mm -hmm. grinding those rails, and yeah. that is my pro one of my, if not the my favorite level from Sonic Adventure Two. Right, because it's awesome, and you can jump off of the rails and like skip past half the level and stuff. And mm -hmm. there's just a lot to it, and there's, you have a lot of freedom to do a lot of to play it a lot of different ways. There's different paths. Yeah. You know, you can play that level over and over again and always experience something different. And you can get good at it. Uh, this there was none of that. Yeah. There was none of that feeling. Everything was on rails. Uh, everything was scripted. I hate this game. <laughs> Not only is everything scripted and it takes control away from you. But it's really complicated and things don't work every time. Yeah, that was another thing too. Because I played Generations to death. Mm. And the controls in that, you know, especially as Modern Sonic, you had multiple things you can do. But everything, like the button layout made sense. This game doesn't. Right. This game doesn't make as much sense. The button layout doesn't make as much sense as uh, Generations did. Even with Classic Sonic, you know, to do... To do a spin dash, you hold down and press jump like you always do. Generations, in addition, gave you a dedicated button for that. This game doesn't. Right. This game does include the drop dash mechanic from Mania, which is nice. But it would have also been nice to have some consistency from game to game. Right. If this is trying to be a spiritual successor to Generations, some consistency would have been appreciated. Yeah. Um... And the, the, the tone of the game is real it, Oh, my God, yeah. So, so in the very beginning of the game, again, they tell you Sonic's be, he's, been he's been locked away and tortured for six, six months. Six months. Yep. Yeah. And then he comes out, he's like, well, the guy well hey, oh, should have brought a chili dog with you. Da -da 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 That's actually <laughs> something he says when he goes gets out of the jail. He goes, you should have brought a chili dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, he's Solid Snake being tortured. Yeah. <laughs> That's bizarre. It's it really is. It's trying to go for this like super serious, you know, apocalyptic tone, but you know, you got Roger Craig Smith's award-winning performance as Sonic, just <laughs> like ah, uh, it's just everything clashes. Nothing makes sense. It, it's it's not a good game. And again, <sighs> the reason why I'm finding a hard time finding a worse Sonic game. Again, I know, I haven't really played Sonic 06. I feel like I have to now. Because I feel like that controls better. I know. No. <laughs> no. I mean, I know it's glitchy as hell. Yeah. But this, the actual game mechanics that are supposed to be there. Yeah. That, that, that it's not a glitch. It's not a glitch that it doesn't feel good. It's actually part of the game that it feels bad. I feel like had they spent, had they just made this a modern Sonic game and not focused on, you know, throwing classic Sonic in there and having a creative character in there and you know maybe delaying it another year just to polish everything this could have been something i feel like somebody needed a qa test this and say this feels bad and then they fix it yeah they never played this game while they made it <laughs> no it's not fun i saw a video of somebody made a comparison between the first enemy that you encounter in uh, every 3d Son sonic game yeah and everyone attacks you, and the first one and this one, it just stands there. Yeah. You know? Uh, and what, when I watched that, all of the games graphically looked better than Forces did. Forces doesn't look good either. The 
I, I was telling you about it. There was an article in Eurogamer talking about the technical aspects of Forces, the Hedgehog Engine 2, and all that. And for some reason, this game was specifically optimized for the PS4 and nothing else. Right. It runs the best on PS4, and you get a slight performance increase on the PS4 Pro. You do see a performance increase on the Xbox One X, but the upscaling to 4K isn't consistent. Some levels are 4K and some aren't. That's bizarre. There's weird screen tearing in certain spots. The The HDR isn't as good as it is on the PS4. I feel like I might have experienced some screen tearing. I don't know if it was my monitor, but... Uh... I was playing it on your Switch in handheld mode. Yeah. And it was fine for the most part. There was some like weird... Uh, glitches and stuff during the cutscenes. That's another. That's thing. the thing. I saw like lines and shit yeah. during the. The game is supposed to run at sixty, and the cutscenes run at thirty. Right, and it's like very noticeable. Not even just that the frame rate's low, um, the the resolution. I mean, it must not be the resolution. It must be the bit rate. It it everything is like blocky and very yeah. weird looking. It's 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 not pretty. And and the animations are bad. Like it's 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 not a good game. It it's 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 sad. And, and again, I played it on the Switch. Mm -hmm. I didn't experience any. The only glitch that I found was I fell through the geometry and I fell forever. Right. I, I was in like some level that's indoors and I fell through and then you saw the sky and I just kept falling and it fell. I mm -hmm. just fell forever. That was the only glitch that I experienced. I don't think that the the uh the homing attack not working i don't think that's a glitch because it does that maybe like 50 percent of the time it it mainly did that for me during boss fights so yeah I feel that like it, one it, boss fight the zavok fight zavok and then i got that up was to, very annoying i got up to the infinite the first time you fight infinite and i was i was digging it for a little bit and then when i would try to jump and like i was right next to him my target didn't show up. Mm. And that really annoyed me. The only thing that I liked about this game so far, and I'm going to beat it and I'm yeah. going to hate myself. The only thing that I liked about this game so far was the creative character. It's not very... Initially, it's not... There's, there's not a lot you can do with the creative character. Yeah. But as you play the game, you unlock different things for him. Mm -hmm. And that's really cool. That's really cool. That is the only thing that I liked about this game. There's not a single other thing that I said, this is cool. I mean, I don't hate the Infinite game. Infinite looks cool. That's it. <laughs> I don't hate the game. It's not the worst game. I, well, not It's definitely not the worst Sonic game I've ever played. I played worse. Um, I just expected better. Especially, we were just coming off of Mania. You would think, and they, they touted this as from the team who made Colors and Generations, so you would think that they would put out a game of higher quality but they haven't for whatever reason. The first teaser trailer I saw, I expected better. Yeah. After that, when we got more stuff, I expected it to be trash. We we deserve much better than this. This is this is uh, an embarrassment, <laughs> and and uh, they did us wrong. Yeah. I am I am not happy. But the game's only forty bucks. It's true, and I think it'll be twenty five on Black Friday for the Switch. Uh, that Best Buy is the saddest thing ever yeah how how so it came out yesterday. yesterday uh black friday is what the 23rd or the i mean the 24th or the yeah 24th yeah uh right 24th yeah, or the 20, first? 24th 
24th. So that is one, two, two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks after launch, and it is almost half price. <laughs> that that shows you how good the game is. Does anybody in the chat think this game has any redeeming qualities? Suck me says they should have made the Switch version graphically look like the like Lost World on the Wii U while making it hit 60 frames per second. That that's the thing is that these older games, these older Sonic games, even I think some of the uh, some of the footage that I saw was from Sonic Unleashed. Yeah, that looked better. That was so long ago, <laughs> and it looked better than Forces. That's a problem. That's a yeah. huge problem. Even though this game's only forty dollars. I think the game's only $40 because they knew what they were releasing. They gotta they have insane deadlines. I think it's Japan. I think it's it's it might Sega be, Japan yeah. putting these insane deadlines on these games. But they gotta fix that. That is a huge problem. Yeah. They need to focus on making an actual good game. Or just give the mania team be like, hey, you wanna make a 3D one now? Or find somebody who or do what you do with Mania and just find a team that can do 3D Sonic games. And give give it to them. I don't know if you saw there was uh, the Sonic uh, fan game convention that happened recently, where people just make Sonic fan games at a convention. Like at a it's it's like a it's like a specific thing just for that. Somebody I forgot what the name of it's called. If you so you in the chat know, please put it in there. Somebody is trying to remake Sonic 06 using the Generations engine, like rebuild it from the ground up and try to make it actually good. Mm -hmm. If they can succeed with that. Give the next 3D Sonic game to them. That's the thing. Like, this... You can make a good 3D Sonic yes, game. Yes, it's people, been done. There are people who think that it's not doable. Yes. It is very doable. But there, people are trying to throw in all these things that, like, to, to, to salvage it. There's no... You don't need to salvage it. Just make a good game. Just yeah. make... Just take... You have good stuff already. Take the good stuff and put it into a game. Somebody in the chat is is, is uh, keeps saying you can like it if if you like if, if if you like you know it's okay if you like it it's okay if you like it yeah it's uh, everybody has the right to their opinion my opinion is it's a garbage game <laughs> my opinion I is... like crappy games <laughs> there's some crappy games I like I can't think of one right now but my opinion is it is just okay and that's not good enough <laughs> i again i haven't played too much of it but so far it is one of the worst sonic games i've ever played and i can't think of one worse but thing is when a bad sonic game comes out i usually don't play it like if i didn't have if i didn't have a youtube channel i would not have played this game i would have skipped it it's better than sonic and the secret rings Yes. Okay. That's why I asked you what the worst Sonic game you ever played. I, I was like trying to think that of like because I know that played, is worse than this. I know I played worse <laughs> Sonic games than this, aside from 06 and Boom, Sonic and the Secret Rings. Um, I haven't played Sonic and the Black Knight, but I'm pretty sure that's garbage. That's what what are those called? The Son Storybook. Games. The Storybook uh, series. Yeah. Sonic Sonic and the Secret Rings and Sonic. Uh, it's Lost World. Better. No Black Knight. It's better than those Sonic hoverboard games that came out. Riders. Oh, yeah, Sonic Riders is better Never than all played. of those. Never played that. Um, those look better than at least Secret Rings, though. Secret Rings, you jump by moving the Wiimote like that. Yeah. It's better than the Werehog stages in Sonic Unleashed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
but not better than the running stages. That's the thing. Like that crappy game had better 3D Sonic than this game that is being released in 2017. Yeah, I would say that Sonic, uh, that Sonic Adventure controlled better. That came out in 2002. 2002. Sonic Adventure one. Oh, that was two. So yeah, when did Sonic Adventure one come out? 98. 98. Sonic Adventure 2 came out in 2002. Yeah, 2001, 2002, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would say Sonic Adventure 1 control better than this. I would not say that. Because at least it's consistent. It is consistent. Yeah, I... F- no, because I feel like it's... It was buggy. It's come a long way buggy. since then. But it's def Like, this game is definitely a step back. Sonic Adventure 2... Has all of the bells and whistles that I think are 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 great in a Sonic game, like mm-hmm. like the homing attack, like uh, the the light speed through the rings and stuff. And yeah. I, some of that was in Sonic Adventure One, but Sonic Adventure Two I think uh, really nailed it. So that was two thousand two. I think that controls better than this. I, I I don't know about one, but two definitely controls better than this. I would say, and that that came out so long ago. That's a huge problem. This game is also better than Shadow the Hedgehog. Okay. I I forgot I've played that and boy do I hate that game. It's it's all about how it f- controls. Right. Cuz you can't move the character right and that is the main thing that you do in the game. Yeah. That is why this game is terrible. Uh So I give it a 6 out of 10. What do you give it? I mean, we only played an hour of it. Yeah. I would seriously give it a 2. Really? From what I've played so far. And the only redeeming quality, again, is the creative character. Christopher Toro, it's the worst Sonic game I've played in years, but it's still not terrible. Hard to justify a $40 price tag. I feel cheated actually going to trade it for Doom on Switch. Probably not going to get too much. Yeah. But Uh, do it as soon as possible to get as much money as you can. Yeah, no. I would say that this is definitely, if you're going to buy this game... This is definitely a wait for a sale or budget or get it used. Wait till Black Friday, 25 Black bucks. Black Friday. The Switch version is 25 bucks. You have to really like Sonic, though. If you don't like Sonic, do not buy this game. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really like Sonic, and when this game is 20 bucks, I'm going to buy it <laughs> on the PS4 so it runs properly. Um, Suck Me also says, people need to stop saying Nintendo should have Sonic. Nintendo wouldn't know what to do with Sonic. I think Sega can do fine with sonic they're just not doing it yeah and they have done fine before so what what sonic games should i play to compare to forces definitely the best modern 3d sonic games what i'm saying colors and generations yes i will say that the the daytime levels in sonic unleashed are really good the problem is that the werehog stages outnumber them drastically right so All right, well, now let's 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 do something fun. Okay. Now that we did that, yeah. Uh, the company, I believe this is what this is. The company who made this hat, is it? Does it say it in here? No, it doesn't say the name of the company. Oh, let's just break everything. Well, that yeah. probably sounded great on the mic. I'm sure it did. I was just trying to get your big ass knife to open your box. The company who made this hat that I bought at GameStop saw my video where I threw on a bunch of stuff. Thought it was funny. <laughs> And hit us up on Instagram and sent us a bunch of stuff. So let's take a look. So let's see what they what they got us. 
Hopefully, I didn't just cut something. Ooh. There's a bunch here? of shirts. Ooh, I like shirts. We got a lot of shirts. We do. We got too many shirts. Uh, well, now we got more shirts. All right. Some of these are for me. Some of these are for you. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Ooh, Batman. Oh, it's medium. This is me. Damn. What is it? Batman. Blood and stuff. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. What is this now? That's the Justice League. Uh, medium. Oh, that is an officially licensed Justice League. Ooh. Oh, and wait. Bob, who is that next to Batman? Not... Not the uh, Wonder Woman. No, the only cyborg. The, the other next to Batman. Cyborg with an S. <laughs> <laughs> Why would there be a Superman on a Justice League shirt? Oh, Breath of the Wild. Oh, These are officially cool. licensed. Oh wow! Unless they're just they're just cheese. Ooh, I like this. Oh, one. that looks cool. This is cool. Oh, that is yeah retro. AF. That is really cool. Are they all mediums? This is a really good halftone job. On that silk screen, I will say. No, there's, there's, uh, I think they sent this largest. Hope so. This, this, is, this is another medium. <laughs> Screw you, Will. Oh, man. I don't know. Uh, I guess is. I got Oh, Batman lose... and the Joker. I guess I gotta lose a lot of weight. Batman and the Joker. Oh, this is a large. Yes. Doom. All right. Oh, and it's classic Doom. Nice. Oldie school. And another large Street Fighter. <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't care. I like Street Fighter. There you go, Will. Nice. Again, anybody can send us anything to the P.O. Box, which is in the description or on yes. our uh, on our About page. Uh, what else can I talk about right now? Uh, oh, thank you to the name of the company, which it, it, I don't think it says it anywhere. <laughs> BioWorld. Thank you, BioWorld. Thank you. Um, so, yeah. Something happened today. What happened today? Uh, we became Twitch partners. We did. Which is very bizarre yes. because we don't stream on Twitch. No, we don't. But let me explain that. Please do. If you saw one of our update videos, we are up going to be uploading every single one of our videos, except for Wolfden Live. We're going to be uploading them to Twitch to premiere on Twitch right before they go up on YouTube. So we're going to have like a launch party for every one of our videos that we post. And we will be on Twitch in the chat, similar to this, pretty much just like this. Except we'll be in the chat to talk about the video while it's playing. Uh, the first one that we're going to do is this Saturday. And it is for The Backlog. Backlog Season 2. Back. And we're talking about a very good game. And I will say I'm 90% I'm sure it's going to be a Sonic game. <laughs> That's the one I'm editing right now. Okay. I don't want to say which Sonic game. But it is a very good Sonic game. Yes. Uh, so that will be on Twitch. This Saturday at 10 a.m. And you can watch it with us. And it'll live on Twitch as well as living on YouTube. Everything we have is always going to be on YouTube. Yeah, Everything's exactly leave, the same. It's never going to leave YouTube. It's just going to be also on, on Twitch. On Twitch first. Yes. And then it'll also be on Twitch. Mm -hmm. So check that out. Yeah. Also, we're partners now. Yeah. So nobody's, no, nobody is our first subscriber yet on Twitch. <laughs> so... And it'll make a weird sound in this chat. Um, make sure you go over to Twitch, go to the events, and set a little reminder for yourself. Mm -hmm. I'll try to be in the chat earlier than 10, obviously. Um, what else do we have to talk about? Uh, 
you want to stick to video games or you want to you want to skip over to something uh whatever whatever you want to do all right well let's uh real quick let's talk about because we talk about loot boxes often on yeah this. we do uh Overwatch director says the game's loot boxes are good and not evil. According to Kotaku. Right. Uh, Jeff Kaplan. He's the director. He said, I think on the big spectrum of loot boxes between really good and really evil, I'd like to think we're more on that really good side. And with what we're trying to do, uh, he also said, we talk about it every day. That's how important the topic is to us. Uh, I always have to remind people that within a system that doesn't have infinite content, there's no such thing as no duplicates. Somebody will say, oh, I just got two of whatever. I can't make it so that when you open a loot box, an artist gets an alarm in the middle of the night to come into work and model a new skin for you. Uh, when you talk about loot boxes, there's a very wide spectrum of what games do with blind reveal systems. Uh, I'm trying to just read his quotes because those are the only I don't yeah. really care what Kotaku's color commentary is uh, but Kotaku says Overwatch's loot boxes don't give players additional power he said instead allowing them to do things like expose McCree's gorgeous cowboy abs and turn Torbjorn into Santa Claus a few exceptions aside nearly every item that's ever been in loot boxes can be earned by players without spending real money Kaplan said though many of those are trapped behind limited time windows. And as we all know, stored for the rest of the year in a vault in Kaplan's terror palace. See, that's why I don't want to read their color commentary. Yeah. Um, he also said, I hope we've proven with Overwatch that we're very much in touch with our community. We care and we're not scared to make big changes, he said. We're not scared to totally change how D.Va works or Roadhog works or Mercy works or Symmetra works or big systems work. We're willing to get go back to the drawing board on things. So I will never take anything off the table. Now, Will. Yes. Haven't you had a problem with Overwatch's uh, loot boxes? Because I usually use them as the standard for loot boxes that work. I have a problem with the concept in general of... Uh, Granted, Blizzard with Overwatch so far has only really been doing it for aesthetic reasons, right. like cosmetic reasons. But the the style and the concept opens the door for other developers to see it and go, "Hey, we can use this to help to get people to pay for things they need, like weapons and med packs and characters and stats and buffs and things like that." People like EA. People like exactly. People like EA. People like uh, Take Two, whose um, CEO Strauss Zelnick recently called it uh, reoccurring customer spending and said it was the way of the future. Mm. That's a problem. You know, it's you buy a game and then you have to keep buying the game over and over again. Like that. That's a problem. And I and you know as soon as we the customer realizes it and does don't give into microtransactions don't buy games that have microtransactions in them hopefully the developers and the publishers will see that and stop making games that require them i don't know i know that i've bought a microtransaction before but i don't know i think i bought pokeballs in pokemon go i have done everything in my power to avoid them. i think the only ones i've ever bought 
was on Hitman Go and Lara Croft Go, and it wasn't really even a microtransaction. It was a one-time thing. I had already beaten the games, um, and I bought the Unlimited Hints pack for them. So what is that? It's just basically, like, t you get unlimited, like, in, in those games, you hit a button, it tells you how to beat the level. Oh. So I just bought unlimited of those. Because I already beat the games. I just wanted, you know. This I'd way say I could that's a microtransaction. Yeah. But it was a, it was a one-time thing. Right, right, it, right. I just bought it once. It's not like I had to, you know, buy them over and over again. Yeah, we don't want to feed into that. I would say the, I, I guess if you want to call when I bought, would buy songs for Rock Band. Like, yes. But, you know, at least then it made sense. Because, like, it was a song I wanted to have in the game. It's not... You know, I didn't need the song. It's like that's like an expansion almost. Exactly, stuff like this. You know, aesthetics, cards, uh, weapons, characters. Like that's more of a microtransaction. Something that you know lets you play the like continuously play the game. That's a microtransaction. Uh, I will say we are we are pretty much against paying for microtransactions at all. I'm fine right. with microtransactions if they're like Overwatch. You think it opens the door for other people to... Exactly, yeah. Um, I will say that thinking of getting an Xbox One S... <coughs> uh, thinking of getting an Xbox One S. Want to get it on Black Friday because there's some sweet deals. Mm -hmm. I want to get it specifically for PlayerUnknown's Battleground. Um, I refuse to get it as a doorbuster at a store that opens on Thanksgiving. Right. I refuse to support these companies opening on Thanksgiving because then there's workers who have to go into work on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And like early to set it up. So even if the store opens at six, they still have to get there like four or five, Yeah, which is garbage. Then they'd lose a holiday and that's a big holiday, you know? So I absolutely refuse to, to get it as, as a door buster. Yeah. Unless... I mean, I know midnight's still pushing it because people still have to get there early at like yeah. 10 or 11 o'clock at night on Thanksgiving, but I, will, I would get it at midnight or like 2 in the... I think 2 in the morning is fun. Because again, that's still kind of shady because people have to go to sleep mm -hmm. and wake up and then go to work. But still, I want a damn Xbox. And some deals, you were finding deals. What was the best one you found? I think it was Target. The Target, right? yeah, it was uh, 190 bucks for an Xbox One S, 500 gigs, and it comes with a $25 gift card, Target gift card. Yeah, the $25 Target gift card is yeah, good because I'll use that Best to buy, buy has the same. Best Buy has the same deal, but you don't get a gift card. Right. Uh, somebody, Yehuda says, Bob, your video about Sonic Mania and Sonic games not sucking now. Cough, cough. Uh, I got to rewatch that now. <laughs> what did I say? What did I say in that video? Because uh -huh. I also made a video about Sonic Forces and how trash it looked like yeah. two weeks ago. Which I, I'm going to go into the comments of that. And I'm going to pick out all the people who said that it looked great. Uh, Bat Maple said, The problem is Overwatch is pacing zero for all the BS we have now. It's not the first game to have loot boxes, but it's the one that got immensely successful and, companies, and got companies comfor comfortable to copy. My thoughts exactly. That's, you know, it's it's very successful. Loot boxes are a part of that success. And companies see that and see how they can work it into their games and twist it to their own uh, evil means. I'm going to blast through two things real quick and then you're going to do whatever you got to do. Okay. Um, oh, whoop, whoop, whoop. One second, I'm pulling it up on screen here. Come on, you bastard. 
Uh, okay. Uh, first and foremost, cake flavored Pepsi is coming to Japan. <laughs> I need one of these. I need this. It just seems it's clear or it white. It's clear, yeah. It's it's uh, being called Christmas Cola, and it is cake flavored, and it is only going to Japan. Mm-hmm. I need this. I wonder if PlayAsia.com will send <laughs> will send it. I mean, give it a shot. If if there's any Japanese viewers out there, hit me up. I, I need this. <laughs> I mean, if you get it, I'll taste it. I just don't know. Cake flavored soda just sounds strange. Also, the Miiverse is dead. Long yeah. long of the Miiverse. So the Miiverse is that thing where if you ever play a Wii U game, sometimes you'll see like some stuff like floating above characters' heads. It was a, it was a place where Wii U owners and can just hang out and make little drawings and send messages to each other. Sometimes they get incorporated into games. Sometimes they don't. Uh, it was a hangout spot, and now it's dead. And it was a big source of memes. It was. It was a big deal in Splatoon. It was a big deal in Mario Maker. Mm-hmm. My favorite memory of Miiverse, which I don't have. I couldn't find my screenshot or my picture of my computer or my TV. It was Smash Brothers. Uh, the new Smash Brothers has a level. I think it's the Miiverse level. Oh, yeah. And like Miiverse stuff would come up in the background. And one of them was, it was something like, it was like Martha did 9-11 and it was like <laughs> picture of the Twin Towers. That was my favorite <laughs> me versus joke. Weren't all those, you know, because wouldn't it pull from the me verse? Yes, they were all real. Those were real So people. now what's that level going to do now that there's no more me verse? It's just not going to have any cool sayings in the background. Jeez. Uh, Polygon has a list of some cool ones. Uh, yeah, this is this one says Sonic and Shadow are so cool. I wish hedgehogs were real. <laughs> there's like you draw with the with the Wii U gamepad, and yeah. that is not easy to draw with. No, but some people make like these beautiful masterpieces. Like that's really good. Yeah. Uh, there's also stickers you can get that yeah. like make it a lot easier, but that was definitely not a sticker. Um, this is a picture of, is that, Z, that must be Xenoblade. It's a picture of some anime character with a shirt off and it says, Hey ladies, this is for the ladies. <laughs> Not men. Specifically the ladies. Just the ladies. Yeah. Uh, Kotaku had some good ones too. Yeah. I think Split, so in Splatoon 2, is that not the Miiverse? No. It's not the Miiverse. It's not the Miiverse. I've, I remember seeing that. It's something else. I forgot what it's called. You could also pretty easily, uh, upload your own, um... You could upload bitmap bitmap images to yeah. it, and that's why some of them look way better than others. Mm-hmm. These are just really sad, like goodbye drawings. Yeah. Uh, and then when you get to the end of the article, dicks. Thank you for ruining the surprise, Will. It's a bunch of dicks. Well, of course it was going to be dicks. <laughs> All right, those are the two things that I want to talk. About. All right. Good, because I got a whole bunch of things I need to cover lay them on me all right first and foremost the big news the big shocker brian michael bendis one of marvel's top writers one of their best writers has been working at marvel for 17 years 18 years never well no i shouldn't say that has only ever published one dc comic he has now recently signed a deal to be dc exclusive 
That's very bizarre. This is it's a very it's probably the most important comic book news of the last like ten years. They must be paying him a lot of money, uh, or the, he must be really upset with Marvel. Something. So this is it broke on Twitter uh, yesterday. This was DC DC's Twitter account. We are beyond thrilled to welcome Brian Michael Bendis exclusively to the DC family with a multi-year, multi-faceted deal. He's one of the premier writers in the industry, having created so many unforgettable stories wherever he's been, and we can't wait to see what he has planned for the DC Universe. This is the guy, Brian Michael Bendis, he created Jessica Jones. He created Miles Morales. He is the only writer to have ever written Ultimate Spider-Man in all of its incarnations. That's crazy. From the beginning to when Miles Morales took over, all the title changes. The only person that's to write that's crazy. Ultimate Spider-Man. He had one that was of, a lot of issues. Yeah, he had the <laughs> one of the most acclaimed runs on Daredevil ever. People compare it to Frank Miller's run. It's that good. He his Avengers run uh, pretty much kicked off the modern era of the Avengers. Um, leading into things like Civil War and all the other big events. He hasn't always had a 100% track record because he has written crap like Siege and Civil War 2. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people feel like he has no regard for continuity at all. Um, what, else? what else? There's a lot of other negatives. And just overall, his output hasn't been as good as it has been in in the past but i think that might just be because he's tired of working at marvel because he's been there for like 18 years he's and done he, a lot yeah he, he needs he needs room to grow he needs room to grow he needs to change and i mean going to dc that's like the biggest move he can make and it's, it's a major coup for them for dc because you know they've been riding high with rebirth they've been welcoming back people who haven't been with them in a long time like greg rucka like christopher priest um you know, and people are have been leaving Marvel in droves a lot. I think that they just don't care about their comics section anymore. I I don't know what they think about they, their comics they pull section. from the comics for the movies, but they don't give the the writers or the creators as much like uh, influence. Like at least DC, they have like Jim Lee and uh, and Jeff Loeb, Jeff Johns, Jeff Johns. They have yeah. them working on the movies yeah they have them working on the movies but also jeff johns is still writing comics mm -hmm. like he's doing both and jim lee is more focused on like his art than he's been in a long time i'm just saying there's there's a higher ceiling for comic book artists on dc than there are in marvel yeah even though your stuff gets it to uh, the big time you get no recognition for that yeah whereas on in dc you get a lot more recognition but people don't like the movies yeah <laughs> But their comics are killing it, and the fact that they have one of the best, you know, creators in comics now on their side for the first time. The only DC comic he'd ever done was a one-off Batman Chronicles issue that was a riff on Citizen Kane. And that was it. It was it's not in continuity or anything. It was just like some one-off thing. But now he actually gets to play around in their sandbox. What he's gonna do, I don't know. I there are. A million things I think he could do and do well. Uh, I think Wonder Woman can use him because I don't think uh, James Robinson's run is currently working all that much. I think he would be great on Justice League. Um, maybe on one of the Teen Titan books. 
Um, there's a million possibilities. And I think this is a really good get for DC. I think this it, it leaves a lot of questions as to what Marvel is going to do without their top guy. Um, but yeah. Fred says, now when Jason Aaron leaves Marvel, they are done. Yeah. I mean, Jason Aaron's like their other top guy. I don't know what they're going to do without him. He's writing the other half of their books. They need to have good books. They do. <laughs> they do. I feel like Rebirth, not Rebirth, Legacy is them trying. It's not hitting the same notes, I don't think. Mm -hmm. I think they still got Mark Wade, who I, I don't think is ever going back to DC. He had a big falling out with them. Um, and he's doing good. Uh, you have Dan Slott, who has been on Spider-Man for close to 10 years now. Everybody loves him. He, I don't know why. He has his moments. I mean, I don't know where it is now. I think <laughs> they finally made Peter Parker poor again, um, which is the right move. Um, yeah, they have Jason Aaron. They have Dan Slott. They have Mark Wade. I feel like Jason Aaron would leave, though, if given the chance. Tevia says, uh, this is the final nail in the coffin for Marvel. I don't, I wouldn't say that. I, I, I think it's, it's, hopefully it's a wake up call. And cause this is, this isn't so much like Ben is leaving. A lot of people have left Marvel in the recent years. Matt Fraction, uh, Ed Brubaker. Um, what was it? There was another guy who like left recently and it was like a very big deal. I can't think of his name. Kelly Sue DeConnick left. They, Marvel is, I mean, they got Disney behind them. Right. They can get literally anybody to write these right. comics. But they won't be good, <laughs> but they can get literally anybody. It's, it's just, it's, it's in a, they're in such a weird position. It's, it's almost like they don't care because their movies make so much money. They don't care what kind right. of comics they put out. But then you're, you have this whole, Disney's not afraid to close studios down. We've seen that with all their game studios what like they would do it to marvel and just keep the characters to make movies media slave says lemire is still writing for them right oh, i don't think so maybe that's i don't think jeff do. lemire yeah I, jeff lemire is doing a dc book soon oh well now, now i gotta check that out uh tevi also says i'm hoping it's a wake-up call for marvel so we can finally have good stories too yeah. It's been a long time since I've been at all interested in a Marvel story. I heard um, uh, Mark Wade and Chris Somney's Captain America is very good. I really like Chris Samney. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And those two together have done great work. Their Daredevil run was excellent. Their Black Widow was great. Um, and I think their Captain America is just as good. So, uh, yeah. Jeff Lemire was doing Old Man Logan. And I don't think he's on that anymore. How long was that going on? That was going on for a while. I thought that was a uh, short graphic novel. Well, that's the thing. It originally was. Then Secret Wars came out, and Marvel decided, you don't like the X-Men, you like the Inhumans, and killed off Wolverine <laughs> and all this other crap. And then they, they made X-23, the new Wolverine, and then they brought in Old Man Logan. It's all weird. That's another thing Bendis did. Bendis really like messed up the X-Men. <laughs> Common Boy says Mark Wade is great. Yes. Uh, Wildcat says Disney is that kind is that kid at the party that smells bad and everyone knows but him. Uh, well, I got some Disney stories too. If go. anybody else has anything, if anything, if anyone has anything else they'd like to say about go, go, go 
All right, I'll go, go. go to the next thing. Okay. Um, so over the weekend, 21st Century Fox was apparently having meetings with Disney uh, to have Disney buy some of their stuff. Yeah, I heard about this. Okay. So basically, 20th Century Fox is not doing well financially, and they're looking to sell off some assets, including like some of their movie and television properties. And the first person they went to was the Walt Disney Company. So I thought this was weird initially because um, why sell them your, the, these licenses? Because yeah. as you know, they have they Fox has uh, X Men, Fantastic Four, De- uh, Deadpool, Deadpool. Um, so why sell them these assets instead of licensing them the same way Sony did? Because so all of Sony's money this year came from Spider Man, right? From licensing out Spider Man to Marvel. Yeah. So why not just do that? But it makes more sense that they're trying to get rid of basically all of their movie properties. It, it's not just they weren't just doing that because it was also television that included The Simpsons and Futurama. Wow, they wanted to get rid of The Simpsons. They they wanted to just like basically clean out their entertainment properties that's a big deal and disney would have taken it because not necessarily to get the rights to their marvel stuff back but because disney's trying to start their own streaming service and if they have content like that on their streaming service that's a big selling point that's insane that's so much stuff yeah not only that but disney technically doesn't own the first star wars movie that's that's still a 20th century fox the original star the original that was produced and distributed by Fox, so they own that. But do they own Empire Strikes Back? They they own Disney doesn't own distribution rights to Empire and Jedi. Fox still has that. Jeez. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that Disney could buy from yes. Fox then. The deal is as of right now, the deal is dead. Like it's, it's Oh, it's not happening? It's not happening. Oh, what the hell? But I don't think this is the last we've heard of this. Right. Because if somewhere up in Disney, they if they find out that they have a chance to get back all of Star War, all of Star Wars, and if they grow a brain and get back the rest of their Marvel characters, like that's a big win for them. On um, that's on the one hand. On the other hand, it's very it's kind of scary. And we'll go into I have another story that relates to Disney being terrifying. Uh, it's kind of scary to think of one company owning so much yeah. content. It, it's it, it, it would be really cool to see um, after the next phase of Marvel to have the X Men brought it. Yeah, in. you know, after after like they, they've finished up with Captain America and all of the heroes that we see now. Yeah, if if we have Spider Man. And then they bring in the X-Men, and then there's this whole web yeah. of, of new people, of these new heroes that you already know, and they get brought in. Even yeah. the Fantastic That Four. Fantastic Four will finally be good again. Um, That's a huge deal. Yeah. And, like, honestly, of this deal, I think those are the only things Disney should get. I mean... If they do do this, you will never see another rated R. Like, you'll never see a Logan. Probably, You'll never yeah. see another Deadpool Probably movie. Probably not. No. That's a big deal, yeah. not seeing a Deadpool movie. We already knew you weren't going to see a Logan movie, but Deadpool, that's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, but that's, like I said, the deal is currently dead right now. Um, That's not to say it's not going to come up again. Um, If it does, hopefully Disney just takes their Marvel and their Star Wars properties and that's it. Mm. (laughs) Because Disney can't get any bigger than it already is. Especially 
when okay so recently disney had the los angeles times started publishing these uh stories about the disney company's um sort of political dealings with the city of anaheim mostly like over like what's going on with disneyland they were not flattering stories in response disney revoked all uh press screening privileges from the los angeles times interesting yeah just like said you can we're no longer inviting you to press screenings they're using star wars like uh like as like a like a real like like they're holding that over everybody's head yeah but that doesn't just include star wars the los angeles times was not allowed to review thor oh but we will stay tuned oh yeah we should have Uh, talked about that way earlier um so yeah so the los angeles times couldn't review anything in response every other major newspaper was going to start boycotting disney movies and not go to early screenings, not even review them. And not only that, but the top, the Los Angeles Film Critics Association, the New York Film Critics Circle, the Boston Society of Film Critics, and the National Society of Film Critics not only denounced Disney's uh, ban of the Los Angeles Times, they would not consider any Disney movie for end of the year awards. Damn. It, it goes deeper. Because people who the people who would vote for the Academy Awards, mostly like industry people, refuse to vote for any Disney movie for an Academy Award. Ava Ava DuVernay, who is directing a Disney movie right now, A Wrinkle in Time, called them out on it and supported the people boycotting. Yesterday, Disney lifted the ban on the Los Angeles Times, so now they can go they can go back to reviewing movies early. They can get early access, um, and hopefully. Everybody can just go back to the way they were and not have to worry about. But it's scary. Superhero movies and stuff. I mean, I don't know what else they're working on. But superhero movies and stuff, they usually don't get many awards except for like special effects. And stuff. Right. But it's not, it's not just – it's not so much the award season stuff. It's the fact that, you know, a, a review matters. Like reviewing a movie matters. Yeah. And because one person is doing an artic- an expose on your dealings with the city of Anaheim – that does not mean that the person reviewing your movie is connected to it in any way. Right. But not only that, the fact that Disney thinks they could, you know, try to restrict access from a journalist doing their job, that's messed up. That's like, that can very much be a violation of First Amendment rights. And that's a very big deal. Especially in this day and age when you have a certain administration trying to revoke a news channel's license. But it's not like... Disney is holding this stuff over people's heads. Yeah. Because they have a lot of power. But also these uh, these awards, these award ceremonies, they also have a lot of power. And they hold that over people's heads too. Yeah. So I don't think either of them are in the right here. I feel like Disney is less in the right. Okay. I'll accept that. <laughs> because, yeah. I mean, you're Walt. You're... They're both just trying to use their power. Right. But Disney clearly has the upper hand here. Because well, they're the they're the Walt Disney Corporation. They, they like they down. haven't had a bad news article written about them in like the hundred years they've been around. Well, they I mean a lot of they got a lot of bad stuff about the, uh, yeah. the the parks and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, just because somebody wrote a bad article doesn't mean you can throw your weight around like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's insane. No, it is insane. And, and yeah, no, they, they I mean they do the same thing with the with the. Uh, they're strong arming all of the studio, uh, all of the uh, theaters playing Star Wars. Yeah. 
they're making them pay like an insane amount because they know that people need to have that in, yeah. in their theaters and a lot of theaters are 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 saying no forget it we're not showing it yeah but they're they're gonna lose a lot of money by doing that yeah so they're disney is a bunch of bullies yeah but the uh the academy and all those other people they're also garbage too. yeah uh, all right and so this is don't think this is them being good they're still not good yeah and then real quick before we get into thor uh justice league's budget has been revealed do you care to take a guess for the whole movie for the whole movie is advertising included in it uh i think it's just production yeah production budget 100 million wow uh 150 million 200 million 300 million $300 million. Jesus Christ. That takes into account delays, reshoots, script rewrites, and a change in director. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shot, the, change shot the movie's production budget north um, up to $300 million. I think originally it was half that, mm. which is what movies of that scale typically are. Um, report comes courtesy of Bob's favorite newspaper, The Wall Street Journal. Love them. Who Great. cites people close to the picture. Um, while the DC superhero ensemble film was originally uh, supposed to be the financial linchpin for One Brother in 2017, meaning that this was the movie they were hoping they'd make all their money from, uh, the success of Wonder Woman and Stephen King's It has lessened the importance of Justice League in that regard. Well, that's good for them. So because Wonder Woman and It were such big successes, Justice League, I mean, it still has to make a lot of money. But they're not holding all of their hopes, all their financial hopes on it as they were. Um, apparently, early screenings are positive. Yes. They, they, this, they were also that for Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. So, you can't. Uh, That's the thing. Like, can't you, say anything, I, really. I can't really. Yeah, you don't really trust Cinema Score because, like, they give, like, all these random movies, like, high reviews and then, like, these great these movies that are like very critically acclaimed all get zeros. So yeah. Um did you like Thor? I did like Thor. I thought Thor was good. Uh it's a comedy. I didn't think it was as funny as everybody said it was. Yeah. I thought it was very funny. I I, just, I, I mean compared to the other Thor movies, this was a hard turn into comedy. Yeah. Um but like I was reading articles saying like oh it's laugh a minute I couldn't pay attention because I was laughing so hard and like I I it wasn't that my me. friend sitting next to me was just hysterical laughing the yeah. whole time and I like it was funny mm -hmm. and like you know I was smiling but like it wasn't like you know that kind of I was like come on man it's not that yeah it it was there were definitely parts of this movie where I felt like they were leaning too hard. It's the comedy it, aspect. It was a little bit like Guardians where you can tell when a joke was coming and you, it was obvious what the joke was going to be. Yeah. Like, uh, you could see it coming from a mile away and it was like a little cliche. But um, it was... I, I can see why it was um, well-received. Yes. Like the most well-received uh, Marvel movie. It, its initial scores were really high. Yeah. Because it... it Since it was so funny, it could just appeal to a wider mm -hmm. breadth of people. Well, not it wasn't only, as serious as what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, and it's a it's a nice shift from the previous Thor movies, which were trying to be more Shakespearean um, in a sense, whereas this one was trying to be more cosmic and more like Jack Kirby-ish rather than, I guess, Walt Simonson, which is what the previous Thor movies were trying to be. Um, yeah, I thought it was a good cast. 
Uh, Jeff Goldblum was at his best. No, he was really good. Oh my god! Um, I walked out of the movie to pee at a very integral part, mm. and I came back, and I didn't know what the hell was happening. Oh, uh, I mean, this isn't really a spoiler. It's when Hela and uh, and uh, Thor like meet at the end, and I'm like, good. They're gonna talk for like five minutes, and I ran out to pee, and I came back, and everything was different, and like all these people were there. I was like, who where they came come from? Uh, Thor had some stuff going on. I was like, how did that happen? Yeah. So, yeah, I missed that. Yeah, <laughs> but overall, very good movie. Very good movie. I wouldn't put it in like the top two. No, like uh, Marvel movies. Yeah, I don't know what the third one is, but uh, it's- yeah, I wouldn't put it that. It was good. Uh. It was definitely the most entertaining of the Thor movies. Yes. Um, it was a very good Marvel yes, movie, I would say. Very good. Um, yeah. But, you know, the, the, the best are still uh, Spider-Man Homecoming and uh, Winter Soldier are, like, my two favorites. Yeah. And also Civil War. So, like, those are, like, my three favorites. I would throw in the first Avengers movie, um, Iron Man 1, even the... Uh, the first Captain America movie I really like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I really like the first Thor. So what does that tell you? Fred says, I love the end of Thor. Yeah. It had a yeah. good, it, I mean the, the post credit scene, I think had a good like tie in it all. Yeah. The, the last few post post credit scenes for Marvel movies weren't very good. There were, yeah. I mean, well, I mean they were good, but they weren't like, they didn't connect it to other movies. Right. Like they used to. Yeah. This one, connects it to other movies yeah uh suck says game with uh guardians of the galaxy 2 was the same story i've seen tons of times i liked guardians of the galaxy 2 but it had the same problem where a lot of the jokes you could see them coming from yeah away. i feel like guardians of the galaxy 2 didn't really like hit until towards the end when it started to get a bit more emotional yeah, the thing there was no clear like goal for the movie. Yeah. Until the end, you were like, "Oh, that's why." All this it happened. was more about like his relationship with his father, right? Than anything else. Like it didn't really work until it started to get towards the end. Yeah, a lot of people agree it is the best. This Thor was the best Thor movie. Yeah, uh, Simone Steak with seventeen Marvel MCU movies, it's getting real hard to rank them. It really is. Christopher says better than Age of Ultron. I would say so. Yes, Age of Ultron was really good. Yeah. It's like it's like I said in my Thor respective movies. The Marvel movies aren't necessarily... Like, there are none of them I would call out and out bad. Right. Like, even the the worst ones are still pretty good. Right. Um, but there are just some that are so much better than others. Right. I agree. And I think Spider-Man Homecoming was one of the best. I'll uh, put that up there. Yeah. Uh, you have anything else? Or I think that's it. That's it. Guys... Uh, this is when we throw it. Oh no, this is when we do the tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Um, let me pull it up. There's one, and then I have another one I need to show. Ooh, this one uh, was just today. I saw. Uh, this one is. I did not invade Asgard. It's not true. <laughs> it's bullshit. I did not invade it. I did not. Oh, hi Thor. <laughs> oh, it's funny because he does kind of look like him. <laughs> Oh, wait, I'm not done. Uh, there's another one that was me. Why did I tweet this? Oh, okay, so this is... All right, so I need some backstory for this, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was with our friends, Chris and GW and like James yeah. and Greg and everybody. Uh, 
we were thinking because some of them they used to do this pizza tour because there's a lot every every five feet on Long Island there's a pizza place. Yes, most of them are named two brothers, three brothers. I want to see how high the brothers go. <laughs> so I typed in two brothers pizza. So I typed in three brothers pizza. Then I typed in four brothers pizza. Then I typed in five brothers pizza. We got up to five brothers. Well, oh wow, five brothers. Then I typed in six brothers pizza and Google gave me they gave me two three brothers pizzas oh wow so i typed in six brothers <laughs> you're not hearing me i, I typed yeah, in no, six brothers and then they gave me three two <laughs> three brothers well google yeah it was they did math <laughs> google google smart and everything but their youtube algorithm there's so. no six brothers so they gave me two three brothers <laughs> i i'm hearing you because you're shouting, that means you're more correct. <laughs> I thought that was uh, I thought that was a little interesting. Oh, uh, yeah, that was when you guys talked to us in the chat. Yes. Or we will go to last week's Wolf Den Live. Uh, read the comments. If you're not here, you just comment on last week's Wolf Den Or you can use the hashtag uh, Wolf Den Live. Uh, I'll do the hashtag first, like we always right. do. Uh, in the Discord, Fred put some stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Um, let's see. Oh, I marked this one off for Wolfden Live. Mac. Mac I don't know his name. Uh, what would you want in, uh, in an Aussie sequel? And he actually didn't use the hashtag Wolfden Live, and then I just did it. So I'll remember. Uh, what would you want in an Aussie sequel? You know, I had an answer for this, and now I can't think of one. Luigi. Luigi. Because I don't think he's he's not in Aussie, right? Uh, no, he's not. Yeah, so Luigi. Okay. <laughs> um, Simple. What else? Uh, yeah, like a maybe a better multiplayer. Yeah. With Luigi, mm -hmm. something like that. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, King Mane. Mane. Uh, and that's why I will never be, oh, and that's why I'll never be able to watch live because in Saudi Arabia, we start at 5am and I tweeted back. I'm sorry. Wake the hell up. <laughs> Titanium brains. Why were you writing stuff down during the entire podcast with the Nintendo prime? That's funny. I wasn't, first of all, I didn't know it was going to take so long. It was yeah. a four hour podcast. I, after like two hours, I started drawing on my iPad. <laughs> <laughs> I had client work to do yeah so i was like i'll just i'll just start doing my client work and i just started draw i just started drawing on my ipad uh so yeah that that's why i was paying attention augustin soto says will my friend wants to start in comics what batman or marvel character story with a great artist should i recommend her buying keep the great content both of you guys your videos are awesome um hmm, batman new 52 batman yes uh, that's actually a really good place to start. It's all of Snyder and Capullo's work. Um, Marvel, uh, depends on what character they're into. X-Men, I would, I always just say Joss Whedon and John Cassidy's Astonishing X-Men. It's like the best X-Men work, period. Um, Spider-Man, Brian Michael Bendis' Ultimate Spider-Man, the original run. It's a little old by now, but I always tell people to get uh, Hawkeye. Oh, yeah. By, uh, Matt, by, is that Matt Fraction? Matt Fraction and David, David Adjie. Yeah. yeah. 
that. That's because that's like not a typical yeah superhero. Uh, Ed Brubaker's Captain America work. If you want some some good stuff on that, absolutely. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. But if Batman, he specifically has Batman. I would say New Fifty Two Batman. New Fifty Two Batman. If you want some classic stuff, uh, definitely Year One. Long uh, Halloween. Long Halloween. Peach says, "What is the next game to get after Odyssey? Not Sonic Forces, like I did. Unfortunately, um, next Tuesday is Rocket League. Isn't this Friday Doom? Y- yes. Okay. Yes. So Doom, and then Rocket League. <laughs> I, I, I mean." Yeah. Uh, eh. Weigh your options there. Yeah. They're very different games. Uh, Rocket League is really, really, really good. And yeah. so is Doom, but they're very different games. So yes. if you have to get one, they're both really good options. Don't discredit one for the other. Uh, Titanium Brains again. I hope you knew the guy that you threw the cappy hat at. Uh, <laughs> no comment. He also says, I hope you... Oh, he says it again. Uh, Wendy's girl says, "If there was Odyssey DLC, what would you want in it? Which new captures?" I feel like this is a, a similar question. I had an answer for this. There was some. There was something I wanted. Luigi's a good answer. Yeah. Um, for DLC, I feel like we can literally just get away with new outfits. You know, maybe maybe an extra world. Yeah. But uh, that might be too much. I don't know if they should do DLC though, because uh, this game is it should be for as it should be as accessible as possible yeah like zelda uh is is accessible it's 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 for all ages but i feel like mario is more accessible than zelda yeah mario is definitely like an i don't want to say an easier game but zelda's much more of a it was much more of a time commitment much more of a you know, like you have to do more in Zelda. There's a lot of thinking and planning in Zelda. Right. In Mario, there, it, there's less of it's that. It's simpler. Yeah. yeah, it's simpler. And I, I would be fine giving like a two or three-year-old Mario mm-hmm. and being like, go nuts. And they would probably have a fine time with it. Um, So adding DLC to that would make it a little complicated. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know if I if I like that. Uh, Jumping into last week's Wolfden Live. Where are we? How far back do I have to go? <laughs> what is today? today? Today's the 8th. Today's the 8th. And... Uh, the first one here is Infected A says, Does the Switch not ship in its most up-to-date state? Would you not have to get one that is 3.0.0? Yeah, I don't what know. What does that mean? What is? What were we talking about? Uh, f- talking I think... about golf? Yeah, golf. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what uh, firmware comes on the Switch right out of the box. Especially nowadays. That's yeah. That's the thing. You can't connect to the internet when you when you try to unlock golf. Yeah. So yeah, you can't update. So it. that mean so that must mean like this ships with like version one point oh point oh. I don't know. Maybe that's yeah. why it didn't work when I tried it. Maybe it was a more up to date firmware. Maybe. I don't know. Again, I'm still looking for somebody who's buying a switch, <laughs> and is is willing to film themselves take it out of the box and try the golf thing. Yeah. Hit me up. Uh, Muhammad Hader says, in light of the whole Kevin Spacey assaulting every everyone thing, do you think someone's personal life affects their body of work? Would you view characters differently if, for example, Stan Lee had a bunch of people come out and say he assaulted them? This is a heavy topic. So, typically, I... So, 
I don't want to answer this in the way thinking about Kevin Spacey, right? Because that is a terrible thing. He's a terrible yeah. person. But uh, there are some people who are just flat out assholes. Yeah. That I don't like personally. I think they they personally are not good people. Right. But they create good stuff. Yes. Uh, I can't think of one off the top of my head right now. It, it all depends on you. The guy made Fez. Screw that guy. Game's great. <laughs> it all depends on you personally and what, I guess, your tolerance level is for certain things. Um, some, some, I'll, I'll just, I'll use Kevin Spacey. Um, he did a very bad thing. His previous work, like, he'd, he'd done some really good stuff previously. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch American Beauty and think and just in American Beauty is not gonna change because of what he did, but when I see him, that'll be in my mind, and anything new that he does will be fresh in my mind. I think he should have been reprimanded, and everything yeah. that happened to him should. Have, well, I mean, well, y yes, because it, it's a workplace issue. It's not like it. It doesn't matter that millions and millions of people want to see his work yeah what matters is that he he was going to work and harassing people yes that is a workplace issue and he should be reprimanded like everybody else is in situations like that yes um so yeah yeah but i mean it initially it was something that happened like 30 years ago which is right. crazy that he's reprimanded now for something he did 30 years ago but more people came out yeah so i mean yeah you gotta yeah. you gotta be you, yeah, you, if you did that, if you went to work one day and sexually assaulted somebody who was underage, yes, you, should, yeah. you would get fired. Yeah, that. yeah, and he the same thing should apply to to actors. Yes, know? and now we're starting to see that. Yeah. So, but again, I typically don't. Uh, I don't. I I don't associate somebody's work with them. Yeah, to the same. Degree. It, it's hard, like separating the art from the artist. Yeah. You know, like, for years, you know, when we all thought Batman was created by Bob Kane, Bob Kane was an asshole and, like, stole so much from Bill Finger. Yeah. But I still like the character of Batman. I'm still going to go out and read Batman. That's a good example. Stan Lee is another person. Stan Lee is not the greatest human being on the planet. But I will go see every Marvel movie because, you know, the characters he made, you know, have lived and breathed beyond him. Mm -hmm. You know, if, you know, Stan Lee was, you know, just took all the credit for himself. If I found out, you know, that he, you know, sexually assaulted people, that might change certain things. But in that case, the characters have gone, have evolved past him. None of them are really associated with him as much as they used to be anymore. Uh, read that big paragraph right there. Uh, from Bat Mabel. I don't feel like reading that. <laughs> Guys, I'm a little late on the archive, so I just watched episode 95 where you guys play the Japanese Sonic demo Wait, and that's, stuff. That's interesting. He called it the archive. Yeah. <laughs> the backlog. Um, no, it's the podcast. Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. Continue. So they watched uh, episode 95 where we played the Sonic demo and wanted to let you know that you do not have to make a new account on your Switch to access the Japanese store. You can also go to Nintendo's website and change your account's region to Japan, access the eShop, and then change it back. Oh, interesting. Actually, they actually that have oh, actually that have many that has many good uses since each eShop has a different price for a lot of games, so that you can sometimes save a lot of money doing that. I bought Mario Odyssey for what was about forty-seven U.S. dollars. 
using South Africa's eShop no drawbacks. Jeez. Or you could bought, Damn. you could have bought Mario on the Japanese eShop and played it about 12 hours earlier. All right, that is a problem because I need to get these games early and 12 hours would be huge for me. That's a lot of like jumping through hoops. I would jump through games. hoops. For you that. would. I wouldn't. I would absolutely do that because I had to. Pl- I had streamed that at midnight. Imagine yeah. if I could stream that at noon the, the, the day before. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Brazilian dude made a really good website where you can check out how much each game costs on e- each eShop around the world, and you can check the FAQ to see how the system works. It's impressively easy for a Nintendo online system. The website is called savecoins.me. Uh, Google it so you do, don't have to post a link here, blah, blah, blah. Oh, well, thank you for being considerate like that. Mm-hmm. I am going to Google that. Savecoins.me. Mm-hmm. I spelt that very wrong. <laughs> uh, so there you go. That's, right. a, that's a good... That's I'm going to look into that because uh, cheaper games. Yeah. But more importantly, getting games early. Uh I think, uh, oh, Fred is also pulling stuff from the chat. From tonight. Uh, just Tim Annie. No, just Tim. Any thoughts on rumored Zelda remake for Switch? Uh, I didn't know there was Yeah, what, which Zelda are they remaking? Uh, I think it's open that... I, th- I think I think any Zelda remake is open for, yeah. for them to do on the Switch. Um, They're probably going to do that, you know, so... If- placate us until they can get the next real Zelda game out. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, that that would make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I don't really think they need to remake any games on any Nintendo properties for the Switch. Except, I mean, I I want them to take Wii U games and put them on Switch. Yeah. But the back catalog, I think just toss it on virtual console. Just port it. We yeah. don't need uh HD remakes of certain games because all, a lot of them are already really good. Yeah. I feel like, if anything, they would just need to rework the controls, especially with, like, the Wii games and the Wii U games. Tweak the controls. Maybe yeah. N64 games need some work. Yeah. But otherwise, I think most things are fine as is. I don't know what the differences are between Wind Waker and Wind Waker HD, but that was already a good-looking game. There there yeah. was some, like... There was, like, one section towards the end of the game they made it easier. Oh, okay. Uh, Daniel ML says, was Forces better than Unleashed? Um, no, no. Ma- uh, mm. It's weird. It's all, it's really bad. <laughs> if you ask me, Forces is half a good game and Unleashed is half a good game. So they balance each other out. Uh, that said, the good parts of Sonic Unleashed are better than the good parts of Sonic Forces. The thing is, I don't think there's a good part to Sonic uh, Sonic Forces. So right. Sonic Unleashed, I say, is, is better. Colors, uh, I did not play that too much. I'm going to play that this weekend mm-hmm. to make a video about it. But uh, you played a lot of Colors. Yes. Colors is... I really like Colors. So they need to... is this better? Is Forces better than Colors? No. Colors is only on the, the Wii, the original mm-hmm. Wii. That needs to get put out on more systems. It's not PC. No. Sonic Lost Worlds is. I almost want to buy it on PC so I don't have to play it on the Wii. <laughs> play it on the Wii U. There you go. Play it on the gamepad. Can yeah. you do that? Uh, no. <laughs> I will say, make sure you use the classic controller. Yeah? Yeah. Why not the gamepad? Well, just don't use the Wii remote. In okay. The chat. Uh, just Tim. And then he used the hashtag in the chat. <laughs> Any thoughts on... Oh, I already read that. Yeah. Why'd you put that in twice? I want to kill you, Fred. <laughs> um... Tommy Rojas, hey, 
Will Dark Knight's Metal... Will, Dark Knight's Metal, how do you think Doomsday Clock will overshadow it? Um, I think it won't. I think they're going to just coexist. Doomsday Clock is in it for the long haul. That's the 12-issue miniseries. Whereas Metal is only six. And, you know, it should be over January, February. Ravix, who I think got a shout out in my last video, says, So, Will, what's the elevator pitch for Dark Knight's Metal? Looks awesome, but haven't read any. Uh, A, watch my video. And B, imagine if Batman finds uh, seven evil versions of himself at, that come over and just mess things up and everything looks like a heavy metal album cover. And it's very uh, gory and whatnot. Yeah. Michael Edwards, do you think? Do you guys think that Smash Bros. will come on the Switch? Yes. Yes. Uh, in any capacity. When? We don't know. I'm hoping it's just a port of the last one. And then eventually in like three years, they'll make they'll make a new one. I wouldn't one. be surprised if not next year, but the following year we get just Smash Brothers 5. Yeah. Uh, Zachary Glavine. Will, are you loving Kill or Be Killed? I haven't read it in a while, but if it's as good as it was way back when, then hell yeah. It's... Yeah. Mr. Brodrock, what if there was a Luigi DLC to start with Luigi instead of Mario? That would be interesting. That would be cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, oh, to play the whole game as him. Yeah. Yo, I got a Luigi skin. I mean, not a Luigi, a Waluigi like like outfit. Oh, I kind of. I might have to switch from the, uh, from the old Mario Maker one. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I'm checking if any sponsors have anything to say. Yeah. Uh, people are just talking about Kevin Spacey. No. <laughs> Meowzy says, I personally want a, a MM version. What what uh, Zelda game is MM? Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask. <laughs> uh, I personally want a Majora's Mask version using the Breath of the Wild engine, but that's just my opinion. Interesting. That's the thing. The N64 games, they're not good. <laughs> they, just, they just need some TLC. Yeah, N64 games need to be... They cannot just be ported that things need to happen or they should not just be ported yeah they need they need to be tweaked at least a mm -hmm. little bit uh christian says the switch comes with at least firmware at 3.0.0 now golf needs to have only one god there you go damn it there you that's go. why i think that this is all garbage <laughs> that it's not true how, how how can i get my hands on a firmware version 1.0.0 switch that narrows it so much i know like there are ways to downgrade iPhones to previous OSs, unless somebody put the kernel for Switch version 1.0.0 like on the internet somewhere, hmm. and you can download it to the Switch. So once you connect this to the internet, you cannot go back. Right. You can't factory reset it. Doesn't work. You have to take the battery out of the of the board on the inside. Oh God. Yeah. So no. Yeah. <laughs> and this thing, even just. You can't get into this thing. It is not. Yeah. It's not good. After all that stuff I did with the Joy-Con, please. Uh, just him. Mario 3D World on Nintendo Switch. Uh, no. No. Yeah, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't I, think I don't 3D World that. games are as good as the, uh, as the Odysseys and the Sunshines. Mario Maker. Yeah. Mario Maker is creeping up to be uh, my favorite Mario game. Really? Yeah, it's creeping up. Like, it's it's next. It's right next to the original. Damn. For me. For my favorite Mario game. It's, like, right up there. I love it so much. Uh, 
I'm going to read one more. I don't know if you want to find one. Just, Joseph Wazden says, tips on keeping my Switch battery healthy. Uh, tips on keeping any battery healthy is you want to uh, charge it up to 80% and drain it down to 20%. At, at most, charge it to at least 80% and drop it to at most 20%. Uh, when you first get a device, charge it fully and then kill it fully and then charge it fully and then kill it fully again. And then you can go about your normal cycle. For my phone, I just put it on the on the charger every night. But uh, ideally, like don't do that thing that I see a lot of people do where they put it on the charger every five seconds. Yeah. That's going to kill yeah, your no, battery. Don't do that. So like, like my laptop, for example, um, if it was down to like 60%, I wouldn't put it on the charger. Right. I would wait. Uh, it's down to 24%. I'll probably put it on the charger after this. Yeah. Um, but you want it to go down significantly before you... Don't charge it all the time, you know? Like, yeah. kill it and then charge it. All right, I'm done. You got anything? Um, I just saw one and then I lost it. Uh, Brian Sheehan, my Wolfden pocket tee shrunk in the wash. Can we do anything about that? Pocket tees. Yes. Uh, you have the contact tee public, though. <laughs> Because that is not that is not a me problem. That is a T public customer support problem. <laughs> or you just you know buy another one. <laughs> yeah, give us, give more, us money. more money. Oh, that reminds me, Will. Yes, Bob. Guys, you stupid! You're all idiots. Every single one of you. Because you didn't remind me about the Mario shirt that you can get. Because we say Mario in a really weird way. We do. Us we only sold four. That's not cool. Look at how cool this shirt looks. I don't have one. Why don't I have one? I don't know. I, Why don't I have one? I would wear this. Yeah. This is awesome. I like the blue. The blue is awesome. That's, that's a good blue for that. There's also a... Well, there's a... I, I might have to do the dark blue. Yeah. The darker blue is pretty cool. There's also red. I thought red was cool, but I don't look good in red. Because they're all heathers. I like that. Oh, yeah. But uh, the blue's the blue's good. Yeah. So, that's good. That's only 12 days left on that. So, get on that. So, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, Wolf Den Live is every Wednesday night at 9 right here. YouTube.com slash Wolf Den. If you missed it for any reason, we got you covered. We put this show up again on Thursday. You can catch the archive version where you can leave a comment and we will answer it on next week's show. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, don't worry. We are on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play where you can listen to us as an audio podcast. And if you do that, make sure to subscribe to us. And rate us and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores. Simone Six says, now you sold six. I guess that means he bought two. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. Here you go. I think that <coughs> I think there's a Twitch alert for that. Yeah. It'll probably be super late. But normally when you buy, when like, a shirt. Well, yeah, when somebody buys a shirt. It might take like a while to yeah. go up, but eventually there'll be an alert that plays. Thank you for that. Uh, also, yeah, thanks for reminding me, Fred. I will be on Twitch right now. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Bob Wolf. And don't forget to follow Twitch.tv slash Wolf then to hang out with us this Saturday yeah. when we premiere The Backlog. Log, 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 log. I will put that uh, link to that in the description. If you haven't seen our update video, which is on our channel, you watch should, that. You should probably watch that. Yeah. So, you, so you can see all the cool stuff. All the cool stuff going on. So in the chat right now, Okay, it's not friggin' pasting. In the chat, it, that is uh, Wolf Den. No, that's the wrong link. Yeah. Put the wrong link. Copy, copy, copy. No, I'm hitting the wrong control. Oh my god, this is this is annoying. 
You know, forget it. Twitch.tv slash Wolfden. Go to events. Twitch.tv slash Bob Wolf. That's where I'll be in half an hour. See you guys later. Goodbye. Bye. You gotta be so cold to make it in this world. Yeah, you're a natural living your life cutthroat. You gotta be so cold. Yeah, you're a natural. Alexa, play Imagine Dragons. Okay. Cause you're a With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get access to over 50 million songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Progressive presents Get Pumped. Inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Okay, time out. You're going to let your budget be the boss of you? Take control with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay for car insurance, and we'll help you find options that fit your budget. Here's some music to get you pumped. I hear your budget laughing at you. Oh, wait, that's just those kids laughing at me. Ignore them! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.